Hey there, this is Vina once again. Now, as promised, this will be the second episode of my first King's podcast. In the first one, I've talked about God's restorative mercy towards David through blessing Solomon, his oldest son with Bathsheba. After Solomon's reign, the United Kingdom of Israel was split into two, the northern, which retained the name Kingdom of Israel, and the southern, which is Judah. The narrative discusses interchangeably the succession of each kingdom, which can be confusing. So, patience is necessary. Okie dokie. As a recap, King Solomon valued wisdom so much that he asked it from God, and God granted it to him. We saw the wonders and benefits of wisdom. Sadly, his son and successor, King Rehoboam, rejected it. When the forced laborers asked him to lessen their load, he did not listen to the sound advice of the elders, but instead to his younger advisors. Side note, these forced laborers were his father's workers in the construction of the temple and the palace. So he rejected the elders' advice and did not lessen the laborers' load. He even mocked their leader. And... This led the northern tribes to rebel, and the kingdom of Israel separated. But please note that there was a time before that Israel, under King Ishbosheth, uh, Saul's son, was separate from Judah, who chose David as their king. Just keep that in mind. Okay. Moving forward, wisdom starts with the fear of the Lord and humility of heart. We reject prudence and just judgment because we are arrogant and self-centered. We cannot accept that we are wrong. We feel that we are always right and we are really making ourselves gods, holy and infallible in our sight. King Rehoboam and the other kings rejected wisdom. To be fair, King Asa of Judah and his son and successor, King Jehoshaphat, had been faithful and committed to God, but there were also times they rejected him, which were stated in more detail in First and Second Chronicles. Because the kings had no fear of the Lord, they went on to prostituting themselves and their people to false gods. By doing so, they had set an incorrect, unholy, royal endorsement to idolatry. They rejected wisdom. And so they, their families, and their constituents suffered horrible consequences. The kingdom of Israel had very unstable, brutal, power-grabbing successions. The land could not be at peace, and unnecessary bloodshed is the norm. These wars and political volatility took a great toll on the social, economic, and psychological well-being of the people. The most notable king who rejected God and wisdom altogether in 1 Kings is King Ahab of Israel. King Ahab is the son of Omri, who also usurped power from the previous king Zimri. King Ahab married Jezebel, a Canaanite princess. Like Solomon, he was indoctrinated by his wife to worship other gods, in particular Baal. When he was deciding on what to do with Ben-Hadad, the king of Aram, he listened to his advisors, who just echoed his mistaken conviction to let him go. 
King Ahab listened to people who would just build up his selfish ego and would not lift a finger to correct him. He had forgotten that it was God who delivered Ben-Hadad to him as a punishment for him and the Arameans for belittling God, limiting him as God of hills, not of valleys. Furthermore, when the prophet Micaiah told him not to attack Ramoth-Gilead, he just dismissed it as bias. He remarked that the prophet was always against him, that he advised such because he had always hated the king. He did not see Micaiah as helpful and concerned because his ego was hurt. He thought that Micaiah was just really against him. The rejection of this wise warning had cost him his life. He was killed in the battle of Ramoth Gilead. Wisdom really played a big part in First Kings. If we humble down and listen to her, we will reap abundant benefits. But if we don't, we will have to face the equally bad outcomes of our choices. Another thing I've learned from First Kings is that the good guys, aka those who follow God, usually do not have it all. A faithful person could just be at the background, working for evil people, such as Obadiah, who was King Ahab's in charge for the palace. I could... I could just imagine how scared and vulnerable he was. If the king and queen would decide to kill him for his beliefs or remove him from work or make up things to make him suffer, they could easily do so. He might also be thinking that he was an imposter, doubting his faithfulness to God because he was serving a master who rejects God. I really believe that he was dealing with conflicting values. Moreover, another person, Elijah the Tishbite, had faced persecution, loneliness, fear, and exhaustion. I could feel the weight of what he was facing when he said, I am alone, you are trying to kill me, I am the only one left, I am tired. I admire this person. Right from the start, when he was introduced in the Bible, he depended solely on God. God's provision was so great in his life. After prophesying that there will be drought because of Ahab worshipping Baal, he he fled and God sustained him by having the ravens feed him. He was also fed by a widow whose son he healed later on. He also challenged and defeated Baal's prophets when he had his offering burned up miraculously at Mount Carmel. Moreover, he made it rain after the long, long drought. Queen Jezebel was angry at him for killing Baal's prophet. So when he fled from Jezebel, he was fed by an angel, which strengthened him to travel 40 days and nights to Mount Horeb, upon which he experienced great wind, then earthquake, then fire, and after a gentle whisper, asking him, What are you doing here, Elijah? His travel of forty days and nights, and his encounter with God on Mount Horeb in the gentle whisper. This was reminiscent of Moses' experience of God when Israel was about to enter a covenant with him. God not only provided for him and enabled him to perform miracles, but he also listened to him and granted his request. 
when Elijah asked for a successor, he sent him to Elisha. I know, right? Those are rhyming names. The lives of Obadiah and Elijah, they came from different backgrounds. But both loved God. Their stories were full of misery and hardships. The world is not for us. We are not promised easy, comfy lives. Sometimes we feel scared and alone because the people surrounding us may not approve of us. We may be labeled as weird and we may have to cut off relationships. We may face discrimination or bias because of our beliefs and we might feel that we are that we are censored, that we have to self-censor ourselves so that we could not um, hurt other people. <laughs> you know, what I I think I've I've experienced that as a Christian. Most of the time, like when I self-censor myself, because this might offend other people, and you know, like. We might just get tired believing, preaching, keeping our faith, defending God, and just doing the things He do as Christians. But then, God will strengthen and provide for us. Um, he had sustained Obadiah and Elijah in their lives. You know, it was very clear in Elijah's life, but I also believe he he sustained Obadiah. After all, Obadiah is a faithful person and he was in a key position in the palace. You know, God did not abandon him. And so for us too. We might not be guaranteed a tangible reward, but a spiritual one. So we just hang in there. And always, always believe in God's faithfulness. I'm just, I think, like one-fourth or one-third of the Bible and it's always a theme coming up every time again and again you know god's faithfulness he is super duper faithful even when the people are not people fall and make mistakes they forget who god is they forget their promises their covenant but god does not <laughs> so i'm so grateful we have a god like that Alright, so I hope um, this blessed you. I was really, really blessed on reading First Kings, though it is confusing as there were a lot of kings and disheartening because all the kings failed after David. Like they were, they were unfaithful. They went on worshiping other gods, but I guess you know that the we'll kind of get to know more about God's story when we go to second kings i'm reading right now second kings and first chronicles second chronicles and the other books so god bless you i hope you're always well and let us stay faith let's stay strong in the faith that's all okay bye bye